Episode 226 is here. We're often told that life is about pleasure and happiness and we should do whatever feels good. But what if I said, nope, 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 nope. That idea is wrong and that idea is actually causing you to gain weight, get depressed and anxious and live a deeply unfulfilling life. If you'd rather take charge of creating a life that is yours and not full of self-sabotage and regret, then this episode will pay dividends if you listen, implement and be consistent over a long period of time with the juicy stuff that I give you in this episode. So without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. Hey, what's up, my healthy friend? Welcome back to another episode of the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. I'm glad you're here because today I'm talking about micro-pleasure, micro-happiness, and micro-satisfaction. And you might be wondering, what the hell is that? Uh, And... The truth is that even if you're one of the 500 people in which in 2023 it's my mission to help those 500 people to stop the binge eating and savage self-talk cycle so they can lose weight whilst feeling in control and without restriction along the way, even those 500 people go through these stages where we have to move away from pleasure and happiness and all of that kind of stuff because inevitably there's suffering, there's pain, there's reprogramming and none of that stuff feels amazing Uh, and I sort of pride myself on being totally honest and real about everything that goes on and the reality is that yeah it sucks sometimes I often anyone that's ever been on a call or um, some kind of video or whatever it might be specifically inquiring about the work that we do together we might do together one day um, knows that I literally say this stuff is uncomfortable it's confronting and so It's from this experience of understanding that uh, so many people are drawn towards micro-pleasures and micro-happiness that this episode comes because I really want to talk about it and the modern world is literally geared to fuck you over. So remember all of the companies out there, I have a belief and this may or may not be true but this helps me navigate the world. My belief is that pretty much all of the companies that exist in the world are making decisions to make profit and money. They're not out there per se making decisions to harm and actively hurt and deconstruct and you know demoralize and all of those things. Uh, that might be true in some countries of the world. It might be true for a very small minority of companies, but I don't believe that most humans are intentioned in that way. And so um, we have to understand that the world is geared to make profit and the world that we're in is becoming increasingly more about selling pleasure to people because discomfort is so unappealing. And I I totally agree with that, right? The discomfort is absolutely unappealing and everybody wants to get away from it. But what we have to understand in the, the modern world where we have sugar companies and we have an abundance of finance, and sure, you might be like, Maddie, I'm not rich, but literally if you're listening to this podcast, it's highly likely you're in the top 1% of the world in regards to the amount of money you have or have access to. Uh, And so we're so wealthy that we can actually buy away all of the discomfort and all of the pain and suffering in literally every single minute of our life. And that also might trigger a thought for you, which is like, Maddie, my life has not been good. So I want to I want to start by explaining what I mean by this, right? So the, my, the concept that I want to sort of 
transmute to you today um, is that micro comfort and micro pleasure and micro dopamine hits they're ruining your life and they're ruining your ability to have happy relationships, ruining your ability to love yourself, care for yourself, ruining your ability to stop self-sabotaging and creating dynamics with your health where you are perpetually destroying your own body over and over again. Uh, And so how does this unfold, right? So put your hand up right now, even if you're in the car or even if you're in the middle of the supermarket or going for a run, raise your hand if you're somebody that can't go very far without snacks or can't go very far without knowing where food is. Now, there's a couple of layers and perspectives on why that might be the case. But in the context of today's conversation, I want to talk about pleasure. So most people these days are scared of hunger. They're scared of not eating. And sure, that's there's an evolutionary aspect to that. But we live in the Western world. If you can listen to this podcast, you've got access to food. And so the truth is that we're actually so scared of hunger that we don't want to experience it. Then we go to our, our phones. So most people can't go five seconds without looking on their phone. And remember, Facebook and all of these different apps are designed to give you micro hits of, of pleasure and the illusion of connection. The, they're, they're giving your brain the illusion of the thing that you're actually seeking, uh, which is to get away from this spreadsheet that I'm sitting in front of or get away from this conversation that I'm in and I'm just going to pick up the phone or get away from this what was once not socially awkward at all, but now it's socially awkward if not everybody in the elevator is staring at their wrist (laughs) or staring at their phone. You know, all of these things just 10 or 15 years ago used to be normal social situations to be in. And now everybody's like for five seconds without my phone in my hand, I get awkward and shit, what happens if somebody looks at me and quick, the discomfort's so fucking terrifying that I just need to pull out my phone and I'm back. Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh my God. Facebook just solved, saved me. Oh my God. Um, or the other way you might think about it is snacking right? Is that you might not be able to sit at your own desk and do work without snacks to accompany you because the discomfort of the work that you have to do is so terribly dissatisfying and uncomfortable that you need to be nurtured along for that journey, right? And as I lay it out like this, you might be thinking, shit, I'm pathetic. And you're not, you're a human that's been you know, has companies that are trying to make lots of profit and have discovered that humans will, will do anything to remove discomfort. Those companies are just selling shit to you. And so this is the battle that we're up against when it comes to these companies is that we actually have to be consciously aware of what we are doing. Every time we pick up the phone, every time we scroll through the apps, every time we um, wake up in the middle of the night and jump for our phone or we go for snacks or go for food or overeat or emotionally eat uh, or take snacks on a very short journey from here to the next stop. We have to identify that, oh, I'm seeking pleasure because I'm so terrified of discomfort. And for me, I remember through a big part of my sort of a hardcore emotional eating journey, I remember in my mid-20s, I could not do anything without snacks. It was just snacks, snacks, snacks. And my girlfriend at the time was always yelling at me for being addicted to my phone. And I was always on my phone and my phone was more important. And wherever we went, I had to make sure I had it with me. And this all comes down to my own desire to not suffer for a second with my own thoughts and emotions and the discomfort of whatever was in front of me. And whenever I didn't have either of those things, I was anxious, I was jittery, I was irritable. And what that is, is that's the rising or the surfacing of the things that we're trying to suppress, that discomfort, the emotions, right? And so the reason that micro comfort or micro pleasure is actually ruining your life is because it's training you into these deeply ingrained habits of running away 
from pain and suffering and pretending like you can actually get away from it. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know that you actually can't get away from it, right? You actually can't because if you do that, it just creates more pain and suffering on the other side. It's like the cycle of an addict, right? They know that they'll feel like shit afterwards, but the hit beforehand is good enough that they keep going back or it's not quite enough. And it gets them most of the way there and then so they go back around, they feel like shit on the come down and it's the same that we're addicted to our phones, we're addicted to our food, we're addicted to these unhealthy patterns of distraction from the present moment. Uh, and in the present moment, sometimes it feels shit. Sometimes there's dis- discomfort and sometimes it sucks. And so I went through this for a very long time and I'm a human so I'm still challenged by this stuff all of the time because I'm a human and all of the apps and all of the sugar and all of the advertising and marketing is designed specifically to work into the evolutionary part of my brain and hack it and then pull me apart so that I succumb to this this, uh, temptation that's around me. And so it's the same for all of us, right? We're all exposed to the same world. And so this matters for two reasons because if you burn out your dopamine pathways, which is the pleasure, comfort, you know, achievement kind of pathways, you literally become a fucking snowflake because you're so uh, resistant to the idea of developing resilience through pain, suffering and hardship that you actually got no strength to go through anything. Right, and that's kind of the second part: is that you not only do you burn out your dopamine pathways, but as default, you have no res, uh, resilience, and then you can't get through pain and suffering. So when real shit comes up, you don't know how to deal with it. And then we've got this whole world of all of these behavioral issues in children, uh, and you know, teenagers and young adults that don't know how to cope with the world, and they're so overwhelmed, and they have a laundry list of mental health diagnoses because in every second of their existence, they can run away from pain and suffering which just creates more pain and suffering. We're effectively stealing time and energy from our future selves, right? It's exactly the same as using contraception for women, like the pill and the marina and things like that. We're stealing time and energy and health from our future self when we do this. So what do we need to do in order to flip the script on this, right? So we need to start practicing creating space in between our micro pleasures. We need to slowly broaden that gap because we need to start bringing in present moment stuff. So being in the now, uh, so we can actually start being like, all right. And that might involve literally testing yourself in an elevator, right? Or in a room full of people where everybody's kind of just looking around and not doing much. Put your phone in your pocket and just be like, all right, I'm going to see how I go here. Or it might be simply putting the snacks in the kitchen or putting the snacks away and saying, you know what, I'm actually just going to not eat at my desk today uh, and I'm just going to eat at lunch and and then come back and and creating that type of environment. Or if you might take snacks elsewhere, creating space because remember we actually need to experience the emotions and the feelings and the discomfort that is coming up because if we use food to push them down it's likely we've been doing that for 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years and we've got problems with our gut health, problems with our mental focus, diabetes, any of these types of things. So we need to create space between those micro pleasures and the uh, the flip side of that is actually and this is uh, I really like this idea which is basically choosing your own suffering. You will be 
a victim to the world if you don't choose your own suffering. And so some people choose their own suffering to be a personal trainer, the gym, that type of thing. And so doing these exercises or uh, patterns in your life, whether it be, it could be a, a cognitive exercise or it could be a fitness exercise, but it's training your level of resilience. It's you're choosing your own suffering and you're practicing developing resilience by choosing your own suffering. And if you do not choose your own suffering or choose the thing that you are going to work hard on and painfully on and put your blood, sweat and tears into, you will be a victim of the world. If you are not writing your own story, you'll be a character in somebody else's. And if you're writing your own story, then you're creating your own suffering, which also means you're in the power position to create your own happiness and fulfillment. And if you can't do that, then unfortunately, life ends up being pretty miserable and just a giant story of self-sabotage. So, I hope you've got something from this episode. I really would love it if you could start creating space between those micro pleasures that we're all desperately seeking from the marketing, advertising, social media and sugar world. Uh, Start training some resilience into yourself and remember, start small, one tweak a week. Don't self-sabotage by being like, okay, Maddie said this, so now I'm just going to change everything overnight and then in three weeks I'll be like, hey, Maddie, your shit doesn't work. (laughs) Don't do that, right? That's not how we do. Uh, Start small, one tweak a week. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, share it in social media, tag us. We're on all the platforms. So please give me a tag. All of the links will be down in the show notes below. Pretty much everything is at Maddie Lansdowne. Uh, And uh, thanks for being here. I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you love this episode and health information is your thing, then please consider subscribing to the show. And when you're done, head over to iTunes, Google Podcast, or whichever app you use. And we'd be grateful if you could leave us a five-star rating and write a review sharing your opinion on the show as it really helps the podcast grow. Thanks so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Whilst the presenter that feature on this podcast endeavour to provide accurate information, it cannot possibly take into account your individual circumstances, and therefore the content on this podcast provided by any of the speakers is not intended as advice in any way for any individual, and should not be a replacement for professional medical or health advice of any nature. Always seek advice regarding your personal situation from a qualified medical professional.